Tim Taylor from America Succeeds and Alicia Body from Vet Tech are here to talk about two great programs that are helping veterans transition into the civilian world. Coming up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Take on this holiday season with the help of Navy Federal Credit Union and the Navy Federal Cash Rewards Card. Get cheer to last all year. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. All right, today we're talking with uh, co-founder and president of America Succeeds, Tim Taylor. And also we have Alicia Body from VetTech. So we're going to do, uh, do kind of a dual interview here, which is awesome. We get to do those once in a while. So Tim, let's start with you. Uh, take us back. Tell us a little about your background and what you guys are doing with America Succeeds. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is great. Um, so, uh, I actually started my career on Capitol Hill and, um, have now, uh, I'm now on my third startup organization. Uh, they are all nonprofit organizations and the, uh, the current, uh, America succeeds works with employers on the demand side of what they're looking for from the workforce pipeline, uh, the talent pipeline and education systems that prepare folks who are going to get into the workforce at some point. We spend a lot of time uh, talking about what we call durable skills, which is a really uh, fascinating subject and uh, comes actually from the military. Military first came up with the term soft skills. Um, we think about how you use what you know, critical thinking, collaboration, communication, uh, and then how you show up in the world, things like leadership or a growth mindset. And we've done a lot of research. We've looked at over 80 million job descriptions. And what we have found is that seven of the top 10 most in-demand skills in the workforce are these durable skills. And I'm thrilled to be here today to talk to you a little bit about how veterans are steeped in these skills. They're just stacked with these types of skills from their military experience and how they translate those as they're looking for work, returning into the workforce, or as they're going to start their own business. Uh, they're the exact skills that will make somebody successful. Uh, the fortitude that they that they developed in the military, their problem-solving skills, uh, their collaboration skills um, are, are super in demand these days, particularly as AI is doing more and more of the routine uh, jobs. Yeah. And, uh, and you need these other skills to be successful as we move forward. You know, do you have a list of those top 10? I'd like to, somehow I'd like to get, get, get that list of top 10 and which, which of those seven, uh, veterans excel in that'd be, that'd be good to, uh, put out there with that episode. If we could pull that off, you think? Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. have a website, which is durableskills.org, awesome. which is a great place for people to sort of start exploring. Yeah. And I remember I've been do doing this podcast for like nine years. It's probably five or six years ago. I, I had an army guy on here and he was the first one to bring up that soft skill versus hard skill issue with, you know, the job market. And ever since then, like it's a perfect term. So um, the, the whole soft skill thing is, is definitely a great way to veterans have phenomenal soft skills. And I like the term durable skill instead of soft skill, because like you said, they, they, they flow with you. They stay with you no matter where you go. So um, it's interesting that that whole concept has made it to that level. So, so Alicia, Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what, what are you doing with VetTech? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Joe. Um, so 
I am the founder of the Vet Tech Working Group, which is a technical assistance group that works with the Department of Veterans Affairs, Congress, and training providers, mostly coding boot camps, to implement a program called Vet Tech. Vet Tech is a pilot program offered through the VA. It's a, somewhat of a sister program to the post 9-11 GI Bill but it specifically pays for veterans to train with high-tech training providers like coding boot camps. And so in my role, I navigate all three of those pieces of the pilot program and have worked directly with veterans for years on taking advantage of this incredible opportunity. Um, Many of our training providers in vet tech know about these durable skills. They have what they call typically beyond tech curriculums that Um, marry the technical skills that they're learning in the classroom with these durable skills that Tim talks about. And, um, you know, we're able to to help these veterans get jobs post transition in high tech or start their own businesses. Um, We've got a lot of a lot of graduates that want to do that as well. Man, both awesome programs. Um, Those are great intros for what we're going to be discussing for the rest of the podcast. So just going to take a quick break. and We'll be right back. Take on this holiday season with the help of Navy Federal Credit Union. When you use the Navy Federal Cash Rewards Card, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases. You can redeem your rewards as soon as you earn them. And using the Navy Federal mobile app makes redeeming easier than ever. Enjoy the rewards of cash back without any annual fee, balance transfer, or foreign transaction fees. There are no limitations on rewards, and they never expire while your account is open. Learn how you can get cheer to last all year with the Cash Rewards Card at NavyFederal.org. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA, rates are variable in range between 14.9% and 18% APR based on creditworthiness. ATM fees for cash advances are up to $1 at non-Navy Federal ATMs. Messages and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. Experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to something like that. Well, what does China know that we don't? When it comes to the global food shortages, China is the canary in the coal mine. You see, China is the world's number one food importer. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. So they can't afford to mess up or there will be riots, civil panic, or even worse, when over a billion people can't eat. What does that mean for Americans like you and me? Two words, food shortages. That's why it's a smart idea to stock up on the kit of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. Hand-packed in the USA, these kits are compact and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And their five-star reviews on the website rave about the flavor and taste. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots Survival Food by typing in the code VETERAN at checkout. Just go to fourpatriots.com. And use code VETERAN to get 10% off your first purchase of 4Patriots Survival Food. That's 4Patriots.com. Use code VETERAN. Something always happens when you're running a small business. Well, Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business. Automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. 
And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash veteran. Again, that's gusto.com slash veteran. I'm telling you, you're going to love Gusto. Get started today. All right, back talking with co-founder and president of America Succeeds, Tim Taylor and Alicia Body with Vet Tech. So, Tim, back to you. Let's talk about these soft skills. And any listener of my show knows we've talked about hard skills and soft skills a lot. Haven't heard the term durable skill. Love that. It's a, basically a better name for soft skills. So talk about soft skills, durable skills, and how veterans tend to have, do really well, at least seven out of the 10 that are most in demand. Yeah, so it's, um, it's a lot of data and research. So we worked with a company called MC Burning Glass and looked at 80 million job descriptions. And so what we, what we discovered was across every industry, across every geography, and regardless of your education attainment level, these skills are required to be successful in the workforce. And employers are asking for them uh, almost five times more often than they ask for technical skills. Um, so everybody, uh, every job that's ever existed um, has been um, is hires for a combination of technical skills and durable skills. And the hard thing is to validate and verify that you have these durable skills, these skills that you take with you from job to job, regardless of what the technical skills is that, that, or are that you might need in that, in that respective job. So what's incredible, um, so a lot of people look towards uh, a four-year degree as a proxy for these skills because they demonstrate that you have some fortitude, that you've probably collaborated, that you, uh, you may have uh, some critical thinking skills that go along with that. And what's amazing about the, the military is that they develop those same skills and and that the military service is really a proxy for those same things. And that a lot of times it's just a matter of the vocabulary and the lexicon. And so as your listeners are, are, are thinking about their transition or making their transition, highlighting these types of skills are really important uh, as employers are looking for this, uh, for, for these types of skills. And so I would also, I would say whether that's transitioning into an existing job that they're that they're looking for for that that transition or ultimately if they're starting their own company or becoming an entrepreneur in one one way uh shape or form these are the skills of entrepreneurship is uh i think one of the biggest traits of an entrepreneur is they tend to say i just haven't done something yet not that i haven't done something yeah. it's just i'm willing to take that on i just haven't i don't have experience quite yet with it and that's a really um, important trait and also highly developed in the military. Yeah. Um, with all the soft skill discussion and everything, I always put a lot of thought into like, why is it four years in the military? You know, typical kid comes out, comes out of the military four years later, just a very older, mature, wiser type individual. Most of the time to me, it seemed to me, I think it has a lot to do with kind of like the old army commercial. We do more before 9am than most people do all day. Remember that one? Um, the military packs so much living and so much life experience and dealing with failure and leaders or we or like, like we, the positive way of saying that is, uh, leadership opportunities <laughs> when things are all messed up. Oh, this is a leadership opportunity. You're used to dealing with so it packs so much living into a short amount of time where it's like, one year in the military equals like five years 
in, in a college experience environment or maybe in, in the regular civilian world because there's just so much going on. And so you, a four-year enlistment is equal to like 20 years worth of soft skill development you know, coming out of the military is how I would equate it just from my own personal experience. So, um, Alicia, that tech, soft skills are vitally important in that, but what you're focusing a lot on actual technical skills. How do you see these durable skills, soft skills play into uh, teaching veterans and others the actual technical aspects of certain jobs? So we know that veterans are incredibly adept at learning technical skills, um, learning how to code because of these durable skills that they gain in the military, just like you said. So vet tech training providers have recognized this for years. They know um, that it takes grit and determination to learn a new skill, learn a new language. So when you're trying to learn Python in 15 weeks, uh, that's that's really tough, right? There's there are very few playbooks that, that can help you do that. But we know our veterans can succeed at doing that. And we're, we're showing that through this vet tech program. So the VA recognizes that um, you don't need a four-year degree always to uh, land a, a new job or to start your own business. Um, and that's where vet tech comes in. And so thanks to Congress and thanks to the VA, we have this incredible program that will allow you to do this training um, with training providers who are very familiar with working with the veteran community. They know how to help translate these skills. They all have career services teams that can help you write a resume, build your LinkedIn profile using all of the great work that Tim and America Succeeds has done. We, we take that data and we apply it to our graduates and help them have resumes that they can then take to the employers. Um, training providers also talk to employers. So um, trying to change the narrative on hiring from, from a boot camp, from short-term training, in addition to, you know, those that are going through a, a more traditional education pathway. So if somebody, if somebody's listening to this show, Alicia, and they're interested in this vet tech program, how, how do they find out about it? Where do they go? So go to va.gov. Um, vet tech is listed right with your post 9-11 GI Bill benefits. You do have to apply for the program. It takes just a couple of minutes online and you'll get your certificate of eligibility from directly from the VA. And um, you can take that to any of the listed approved training providers. And that will also, that's listed on the VA's website. There's about 25 different training providers to choose from. Um, so do, you know, get your certificate of eligibility and then find your training provider. Um, it really depends on what you're trying to do. If you yeah. want software development, if you want cyber, if you want CompTIA certificates, um, plug for CompTIA who, who helps with these durable skills too. Um, but uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different training providers across the country. You can train in person, you can train remotely. So lots of options um, for, for vet tech students. And it's through the VA. So obviously you can use your GI Bill for this. So it's, um, you need GI Bill to qualify for the program, but you often won't consume your actual GI Bill. So you can save those months for, you know, a traditional education, give them to your kids, whatever you want to do. But it, you do need to qualify for VA education benefits, um, which is normally, normally applies to, to most veterans. So when you say you, you, you won't consume it, you mean you won't consume it at all or you just you won't use all of it? 
you won't use all of it. And right now you don't consume any of it. So the way the the pilot program is written, which we are in the final, final stages of it's, this has been a five-year pilot. Um, but those that participated in the pilot program know that, um, you needed one day of GI bill to qualify for vet tech, but it did not actually consume any of your benefit. So it was essentially a free education program. You get a housing allowance and you get your tuition paid for. Um, The new legislation is written just a little bit differently, but it's still an incredible option if you are looking to do a short-term training program that is um, training remotely. There's a lot of quirks, as everyone knows, to the VA and their their benefits. Um, One of the quirks is, you can't use your GI bill at a remote school if it's not accredited. And so um, mm. vet tech is a really great way to, uh, to kind of get, get around that and, and do this training and re- receive the same benefits. So um, you, I, I'll make sure everyone has my contact info if they want more. It's, it's a little bit in the weeds, but, um, but a great program to, to look into for sure. So just to clarify, you mentioned the, the Python 15 week course. If somebody wants to do that, they can go on the VA website, sign up, they're VA GI Bill eligible. They can actually take a 15-week Python course basically for free and not even use up any of their GI Bill. Is that how it possibly can work? That is possible, yes. Um, So uh, there's different training providers. So, you know, definitely take a look at those. Um, Course Report is a great place to kind of vet all of the different training providers and figure out what, what works best for you. They all have different training schedules and lengths and certificates at the end and, you know, make sure you find the one that's right for you. But yes, that's the idea that you do a quick training program, you marry these durable skills that you've already learned, and then you're off and running with your own business or in a, a high tech job. Now, obviously this is probably for veterans exclusively, but since the GI Bill, sometimes the spouse or a child is is GI Bill eligible. Are they eligible for the vet tech portion at all? Not for vet tech, okay. no. Right. Um, there are a lot of military spouse options coming online. So I highly encourage all of our spouses to okay. look into that. Um, some are sponsored through the VA. A lot of them um, even are sponsored through DOD. So there's there's a couple of different programs that are specific to military spouses. Um, and a lot of veteran service organizations that are really focused on, on the spouses. Um, but vet tech of its own accord is only for veterans. You can't transfer it the way you can sure. your, your chapter 33. Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, what a phenomenal program for somebody that's looking specifically for something like that. And I, I will say, unfortunately, there's a lot of veterans, a lot of military folks getting out and they don't, they don't get exposed to these programs that are available to them. So you got to look, you got to dig, you got to ask. And, uh, if you find something like this, it's, it could be interesting, you know, dig into it and find out who you need to talk to, to get the, to get the true story on it. So, all right, Tim. Um, so back to you with America succeeds, you're talking with educational, the educational system, really K through 12 and higher, higher learning and beyond. And you're talking to the employers where the demand for employees is coming from how do you how do you manage with talking to such large organizations on both sides of the equation? I I always say, to visually speaking, when veterans are getting out of the military, you get all these companies on one side of the Grand Canyon wanting to hire veterans, 
You got all these veterans on the other side of the canyon wanting to go work for those companies, but there's like this great divide between them and getting them to talk to each other, to speak the same language, you know, civilianizing the resume, um, getting the, the young kid that's just out of college and has an HR degree who knows nothing about the military screening veterans in the initial screen interview. I, I've heard all those horror stories. It's, you know, how do you get these two sides of the divide talking to each other? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and there, and there are a lot of clues and we're, we're looking at the macro, right? So we're right. The, there are specific anecdotes I'm sure of, of different folks having different experiences, but at the macro, there's, there's a lot of clues out there. Quick pause um, to, to also make a plug as, as your listeners are looking for resources. Um, while we were doing some of this work, we came across an organization called Mission 43 based in Boise, Idaho. And what they are trying to do is basically, uh, Idaho is the 43rd state, so that's, uh, that's the Mission 43 name. Um, they are basically trying to make Idaho the most attractive state in the country for returning veterans or uh, folks who are trying to transition. They want the talent. They are upskilling. They're training. They've created a community that's absolutely extraordinary. Um, a lot of the lifestyle lines up uh, with, with hunting and fishing and outdoors and other things in Idaho. Um, but I would absolutely encourage your listeners to take a look at Mission 43 and the work that they're doing. Um, they are also aligned with um, this workforce, uh, technical skills, like what uh, Alicia is talking about, and durable skills, right? How you get hired is the combination of those two things. And back, back I'll circle back to your, to your question. The, one of the big things is, is this vocabulary, is trying to get folks on the same on the same page in terms of the skills that they've developed in the military that are skills that are desirable in the workforce. And these durable skills are a big chunk of these. One of the hardest things, as I mentioned, is validating those skills. So I would encourage all of your listeners to just fill their resumes, fill their cover letters with those types of skills that are listed on the durableskills.org resume and use some real concrete examples of how you develop those skills in the military. I was talking to somebody who was at IBM and they were actually working in uh, HR at IBM and they were a drill instructor uh, in the Marines um, prior to returning back into the civilian workforce. And they said what they really struggled on the front end trying to sort of demonstrate what those skills were. And they said, I finally just gave up trying to use military terminology. And she said something super clever, something like um, they, she listed her job title as like a a training provider and motivational coach for the U.S. Marine Corps or something like that. And it, <laughs> it changed the way people were looking at her resume. It wasn't untrue. Yeah. It just put it into something that, to your point, a young HR person who doesn't have military experience might be looking for. So I would say really don't, don't be afraid to sort of be innovative in the, in the approach and not be sort of so locked in. Uh, that's not what the employers are looking for is, is what the specific title or rank or these other things. It's the skills you developed while you were doing your work in, in those other, uh, in each of those sort of positions that you've held. Yeah. So really it's a, it, you know, it's a transfer exercise in transferable skills. The resume is an exercise in transferable skills, not uh, job titles and that kind of thing. And it, it's hard for military types or veterans to break out of that mindset because you can tell anybody in the military that you were a drill instructor or if you're in the army, a, a drill sergeant. Um, and they know immediately what that entailed and what your skill, what your skill sets probably you know, is. But on the civilian side, if you tell somebody that they, they don't really know what you're talking about. 
and yeah. you're not really trying to dumb, dumb down the resume. It's more a matter of just getting the quantitative skill sets onto the piece of paper or on the resume. Yeah. Be, be, a, be your own advocate and translator. Um, yeah. right. That is just think about somebody who has not had that experience and, and does not know what those skills are that you have gained in each of those roles. Really powerful. Now, how, how are vet tech and America succeeds working together? I don't know if Alicia or Tim wants to tackle that one. I think one of the things that we've recognized with a lot of our partners is that they are helping to sort of uplift these durable skills and demonstrate how folks have them. So um, one of the, 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 the names that came up was CompTIA. CompTIA is the second largest certifier of tech skills behind Microsoft. So you can get a cybersecurity certificate or you can get uh, your Python certificate or whatever those, those yeah. things are. CompTIA approached us because a lot of the folks that were hiring their graduates, the folks who were earning those degrees, said to them, it's not enough for somebody to come back uh, to, to demonstrate that they have one of these skills or certificates because what we're the first thing we're going to need them to do is to collaborate or communicate with somebody else who has these. Build a, build a website together. Work on a cybersecurity problem together. Um, they might need to talk to the client. So, what what they were looking for is that combination of the technical skills that they earned and a demonstration and validation that they had some of these durable skills so we we started working together just because of that overlap and that demand and trying to help more people create some financial growth in their lives be able to create a, a, a sustainable career a wage to support a family and we know that high skill, high wage jobs and mid skill, mid wage jobs require more durable skills than low skill, low wage jobs. It just sort of lines up that way that the low skill, low wage jobs are looking for uh, probably a little more physical labor or grunt work, if I call it that. And, and the mid skill, mid wage and high skill, high wage are really those folks that are applying these durable skills in, in multiple different facets of their job. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Uh, um... I mean, and that's a great way of putting it that it's almost like a quotable quote there. So, so Alicia, um, do you have any, uh, like, do you have any examples? Like you use the Python 15 week course. Tim mentioned the, the, the CompTIA was saying, Hey, it's not enough just to have this certificate. Um, when, when people are coming into the job, job market, do you have some examples, like maybe some success stories or, um, generalizations of we've actually had, you know, so many people go through a, a Python course or, or other courses and they roll right into actually a fairly good job. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, VetTech on a whole has about a 65% job placement rate. Wow. And I wanted to touch on that That's just awesome. a little bit um, yeah. and why it's so important for VetTech to work with America Succeeds in that um, training providers are highly incentivized to uh, get their graduates jobs in, in the high tech field because of the way vet tech pays. So vet tech pays the provider 25% tuition when they start 25% when they graduate and 50, 50% when they find meaningful employment. Oh, and that really? can include starting your own business and, yeah. or finding an existing role at an existing company. And so 
there is a financial incentive on top of yeah. uh, the the mission of the boot camp industry in general. I, I firmly believe that that all boot camps, the whole point of a boot camp is to get people into jobs quickly. So that's always been the case. The VA has added this financial incentive to it. And so um, training providers are out there talking to employers and they're hearing the same thing that Tim is hearing, that we need to be able to show these durable skills more. Um, it's great that you have these technical skills, but we need these durable skills as well. And so this has been really helpful to training providers to be able to reference this data, be able to say, you know, these are the skills that our, our graduates have. We've helped them translate their resumes. Um, we also work really closely as a group of training providers with other veteran service organizations like uh, American Corporate Partners. They're a great one that provides mentorship to veterans. Um, they specifically will help you translate your resume. So if the training provider hasn't figured it out yet, there's all these other organizations that can do that. But um, yes, we've got lots of success stories, lots of veterans who have um, transitioned out, you know, they served their four to six years. A lot of them were crypto linguists and um, want to learn a new language that tends to work out really well for them. Um, but then they get stuck in like a sales job and they, that's, they know that that's not a career, but they, they don't know what to do. They, they take one of these short-term training programs, they fix their resume to highlight these durable skills. And now they're working and making six figures. Yeah there's a lot of success and it's why, you know, vet tech runs out of money every year. Um, <laughs> the VA and Congress can't give us enough money to pay for all this training. And it's why we're getting a, a second iteration of vet tech out, outside of this pilot program. We've been in for five years because it truly has been so successful. We've got bipartisan support, which, you know, is, <laughs> it's incredibly hard to do these days. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but it's a priority for everyone. Everyone knows that, that this is an, a great way to train and it's a great way to marry these, these two different skill sets into uh, successful careers that will go forever and really help, you know, generationally. What are some examples of your training providers? Like are we talking like a DeVry or a Code for America or brick and mortar universities? Um, no, all, ours are all kind of standalone. So um, okay. I, um, if you look me up on LinkedIn, you'll see that I spent um, the bulk of my career with a great organization called Code Platoon. Uh, they are exclusive to the military community, okay. veterans and military spouses based in Chicago, um, but also training remotely. Um, and they are a nonprofit. Um, we also work with um, Hack Reactor and Galvanize, uh, ACI Learning, Divergence Academy, Learn Academy. They've all got Those cool names. I'm not mentioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all like they're all really neat. Um, and and Coat sort of um, scattered across across the country, yeah. um, and then across um, you know curriculums, if you will. So if you're interested in cyber, Divergence is doing a lot of great work with cyber. Um, if you're in the, you know, Southern California area, Savio is a great option as is Learn Academy. So, um, I highly recommend that you really decide where you, where you want a job, um, and what you want to learn, right? There's a, there is a big difference between a CompTIA certificate and a full stack curriculum, right? Um, I, they're not good or bad differences. They're just differences. So I highly encourage your listeners to, to really take some time to, to figure out what that job is that you're trying to do, what your, your business needs. 
um, so that you're, you're spending that, even though it's a short amount of time, you're spending that time wisely because there, there's a lot of options out there. And like I said, course report is a really great way to, you can see what alumni are saying about all these different schools. Um, but they, you know, they've all been vetted by the VA, um, very, very strictly. Um, some of them are accredited. So there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of different opportunities out there. Awesome. So one last time, if somebody's interested in the vet tech program, va.gov and look up vet tech, anything else you want to throw out there? Um, I would just say, um, you know, we are running towards the end of the pilot program. Um, I encourage you to still get your certificate of eligibility. We need to show demand for this program. Um, the Senate is voting on the new legislation for vet tech, hopefully in the next few weeks. So if you're inclined tell your Senator to vote for vet tech and Hey, stay with us because there's a new iteration coming. It, it should be here this spring. So, um, so stay, stay tuned for more, but, um, but highly encourage you to check out vet tech. Awesome. And Tim, uh, back to you with America succeeds right close to the end of our time. So I'll give you the last word. Uh, first row out there. If, if anybody's interested in uh, checking out what you guys are doing, America succeeds, how do they do that? Yeah. So americasucceeds.org or durableskills.org. We have, we have two sites that, uh, that you can find. We use a, we use a wheel uh, to demonstrate durable skills. So just take a look at that wheel and start to match some of your skills. Uh, I would encourage all of your listeners to use one of their durable skills, creativity, uh, as they are creating their resume and making that transition to, to get the, the terminology correct and, and really use the, your military service as validation for those durable skills. How did it show up when you were collaborating? How did it show up in your leadership position? These are things that companies are asking for over and over and over again. And, and also for the entrepreneurs out there, right? The, these are the skills that are going to make your company successful. Lean on those yeah. um, as, as, you're, as you're taking off. And those technical skills are important, um, right? But it's that combination that typically gets somebody um, it, to, to the spot that they're trying to get to. That's awesome. All right. Well, Tim uh, and, and Alicia, America Succeeds and in, in VetTech, both phenomenal programs. Uh, really glad you, you're all here today and, and sharing those phenomenal resources for uh, veterans and their families. Uh, really good stuff. Wish we could go on for a couple more hours. You probably just barely scratched the surface, but unfortunately we'll have to cut it off here. So thank you all for being here and, uh, and sharing that uh, great information with everybody. Thanks, Joe. Great program. Thank you. All right. We're asking Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.